What's up, Night Owls? This is a, an emergency podcast about toxic particles and how they travel directly to the brain. And so I have a long night ahead of me tomorrow night. So I just read this really cool article by Wired or ScienceAlert.com, rather. And I um, thought I'd read it to you guys. It's pretty pertinent considering what happened in Uvalde recently and in Buffalo, even less, slightly, slightly less recently. Um, Shouts out to Carly Kaseya for writing this cool article. I think it's pretty pertinent right now. And it's titled, uh, put a link to it right now before I even start, just to make things convenient and easy for everyone. Put a link right here in the show notes, the live comments. Hopefully you're all able to see that and read along if you want. And uh, so toxic particles once inhaled may travel directly to the brain, according to this study. And as we know, air pollution doesn't just impact the health of your lungs and heart, but recent research has found that fine particulate matter can also cause damage to the brain. And scientists think they've finally figured out how. In mouse models, it appears that ultrafine particles in the air can enter the lungs, seep into the bloodstream, and ultimately invade the brain. Once the toxins are present in the neurological tissue, they're much harder for the immune system to clear. In fact, the authors found airborne particles were retained in the brain for longer than other organs in the mouse body. It's not clear if the same pathways exist in humans, but the findings suggest that if particles are small enough, they can slip past the blood-brain barrier, a checkpoint that usually stops dangerous uh, solutes and other harmful compounds in the blood from reaching the central nervous system. I'm going to stop the article right there and pause just to mention that glyphosate and BT toxins that are in our foods actually damage the lining of our intestines and our gastral system. And when we have a leaky barrier, a leaky gut syndrome or a leaky gut barrier. When the gut barrier in our um, digestive system is damaged or weak, leads uh, to a leaky or weak brain blood, uh, blood brain barrier because of the uh, brain gut connection. Um, They're actually uh, heavily linked uh, when it even comes to the protective um, stopping powers of the membranes between the brain and the gut. So, um, just keep in mind, um, feeding food with glyphosate in it, you're, um, setting yourself up for even more brain damage, uh, down the line. So probably not going to touch on that in this article, but I'm going to get back into it right now. And, uh, here it goes on to say, uh, a leaky blood brain barrier has been linked to cognitive damage before, but the current study is one of the first to show air pollutants sneaking by the brain's border patrol. Previously, scientists thought fine particulate matter couldn't make it past the blood-brain barrier. Instead, it was thought that the particles made it to the brain via the nose or the nerve cells of the gut, which are directly connected to the central nervous system. So there's the pathway. And I'd also go on to mention that uh, a lot of people don't believe that some of the adjuvants like uh, aluminum, and the vaccines don't make it into the blood-brain barrier, but I would argue that this is evidence that it might be something we need to look into again. This work sheds new light on the link between inhaling particles and how they subsequently move around the body. And that was an environmental neuroscientist, uh, 
Isolt Lynch from the University of Birmingham in the UK. Today, much more is known, much more is known about how air pollution impacts the cardiovascular system than the central nervous system. In recent years, chronic exposure to air pollution in major cities has been tied to neuroinflammation, cognitive decline, even in young people. Some of the damage looks eerily similar to Alzheimer's disease, which is also linked to a leaky blood brain barrier. When analyzing the cerebral spinal fluid of 25 people exposed to chronic air pollution, the researchers found evidence in about a third of the group of particles that are hazardous air pollutants, including iron, calcium, uh, malayite, malayite, I don't know how to say that. Anyway, uh, it's uh, M-A-L-A-Y-A-I-T and... Uh, Anatase titanium dioxide. Anatase titanium dioxide. The findings suggest toxic air is somehow invading the fluid that bathes our brains. To test the idea further, the researchers tuned to mice when black carbon particles and titanium titanium dioxide particles were injected directly into the lungs, bypassing the nose completely. Authors found the toxins invaded the mouse brain via circulating blood. Strikingly, the authors note the blood-brain barrier structure was damaged, and this allowed roughly 20% greater leakage in several mouse brain tissue slices. Toxic particles were found inside and outside the blood vessels near the blood-brain barrier, which further supports uh, security breakdown. In a Petri dish, the authors also showed direct translocation of ultra-fine particles through cells that make up the blood-brain barrier. Meanwhile, mice weren't exposed to air pollutants, showed no evidence of the toxins in their brain tissue. And those that were infected, the authors noticed an exponential decline in air pollutants from all the organs of the mouse body after about a day, but the brain was slower to excrete the toxins. Findings offer a line of evidence proving the risks from particulate particulate pollution to the central nervous system and an exclusion. elucidating the exposure of the exposure route of exogenous particles from inhalation to the brain. The authors write, however, more direct proof of the exposure and transport pathways of ambient fine particles inhalation via the bloodstream and damage the blood brain barrier to the brain is needed, warranting further detailed investigation, including epidemiological studies in the future. So yeah, Um, what I recommend to people all the time and they look at me like I'm crazy is that you use like an old t-shirt as, uh, like a mask when you're driving or just have some kind of air filter when you're in traffic or in your car. Um, we really need to get a handle on our air conditioning units and deal with the, the toxins coming from our AC. But, uh, a lot of the toxins that people are worried about in situations like chemtrails, you may have heard about. Now, I'm a, I'm a conspiracy theorist myself, big conspiracy theorist. I'm a, I'm a grown up conspiracy theorist. All right. So I'm not falling for Bigfoot anymore and I don't see any mosquito ghosts anywhere, but, um, I do believe conspiracy is a very inherent part of human nature. And so I'm not blind to it. Let's put it that way. Uh, that said, I'm a skeptical conspiracy theorist, and I believe that the Kim Trail um, conspiracy was a red herring to disguise the pollution of the airline industry with 
nonsense, um, make it look like Alex Jones tinfoil hat territory, which no offense to Alex Jones. Alex Jones is the guy who snuck into Bohemian Grove and using the password hillbilly <laughs> and recorded this dark, amazing cremation of care ritual, which forever just shut up the naysayers who suggested this kind of stuff wasn't going on. And for that alone, the man uh, deserves every accolade he receives. And I, I wish him all the luck in the future. Uh, we should not censor him. <laughs> and uh, that said, um, a lot of the same uh, chemicals that Alex Jones himself was concerned about, uh, aluminum dioxide, I think is one of them, aluminum silicate, something like that. Um, uh, brontium, barium, maybe. Uh, I think barium is found in our brake pads and aluminum uh, all throughout our engines. And so as our cars go down the road in traffic, they are also producing these toxic chemicals that the chemtrails people are so concerned about. And what they fail to realize is that the automobile industry produces literally the same uh, toxic chemicals that the airline industry does. And these chem, uh, quote unquote chemtrails I'm going to unmask, I'm going to scooby-doo these chemtrails for you guys right now. The uh, chemtrails are actually just toxic residue of burning jet fuel through a jet engine. And they've created an entire kind of flat earth style conspiracy around it to kind of disguise uh, their particular brand of pollution in the age of decarbonization and... Uh, I guess, uh, the green movement, how do you say, uh, in the age of trying to reduce carbon dioxide and greenhouse gases. Um, this is their method to kind of disguise their own role in that entire equation. So I'm going to go back to the, uh, podcast now, see if there's North Squatch is in here. Uh, he said, this is why we need a strong science based EPA that prohibits industrial pollutants. Yes. So totally agreed. Um, and that's it. That's it for the report tonight. Just want to get up, uh, stay up late. Sorry, I got a late night ahead of me tomorrow. So I'm just trying to bang one out before bed. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I wish I could take that out. Yeah, hopefully I'll see if I can edit that. <laughs> anyway, before I say anything else stupid, I'm going to let you guys go and I'm going to get to bed and get some sleep. And if you guys have any topics you'd like me to cover, feel free to drop them in the comments. And I will have a much better show put together for you guys tomorrow morning. Looking forward to that. So take care. Stay cool.